Holy shit, Craig. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I, I had my <laughs> I had my song. Did I die scare you? No, I just had my song up and then uh I I closed the fucking tab for some reason. <laughs> Can you can we re- restart that? Well, hell no. <laughs> Fine, dude. No, it's perfect. In, in light of Saturday's game, this is uh, this is actually right. kind of perfect, right? All right, are you ready? Like that hilariously awesome because your song's going to be great. Hold on, and let's, better let's late than it. never. So right. go ahead. All right, the beefs did cry, all the tears last night. It's a moment cougs live for. To get the sixth win of the year. There we were, screaming our lungs out on that fourth down. Stop. We're just waiting for Max Borgie to get that touchdown. The touchdown is what we needed. From our seats in Martin Stadium, we saw 1,200 yards of offense, and we're here to record this podcast of that senior day. Boom. Woo. Dude, that was the I had to longest make a, one I you've know. ever done. I practiced it on, I just wanted to record <laughs> it to see how long, it's like almost a minute. But yeah, like I had to make up for last week, man. Yeah, well, that. Do you even know what that was? I guarantee I, you. I didn't, not. but that's okay. I love so, it. So, so after the <laughs> after the game, uh, I was with Amanda and her brother and her, her her brother's girlfriend, and we just decided we went to. Uh, it's crazy. Like, Coog was totally packed during the day. We went. We tried to go to my office. That was completely packed. They were actually at capacity and not letting people in. So we went to yeah. uh, the old sports page, which is called like Polly's now. And uh, we just decided to load up the jukebox with like early 2000s uh, screamo and emo and pop punk. Um, so we just uh, uh, did that for like three hours at least. Um, and so that is uh, that's a screamo song like nice. probably with the sat if you look at the lyrics uh, it's called anthem of our dying day it's the the stupidest lyrics they're they're hilarious but and, and just like it's hilarious and i thought it was pretty fitting and yeah so this is podcast versus everyone uh if you can't tell our voices are pretty shot um because <laughs> uh, of the game and then because we uh because i screamed uh, screamo for three hours afterwards and we both have been sick and so, we both have been sick. Um, it's I think, kind of all of it. I think that sick is making a comeback after spending <laughs> all that time outside yesterday. Um, Thank goodness yeah. for the mute button. Yeah, man. Holy shit. Holy if, it, if it ever sounds like super silent from the other microphone, that's because we're hitting the mute button and like coughing our brains out while the other person's talking. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. The hell. Mike, just like we drew it up. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We drew it up just like that. Uh, you know, basically, I mean, Oregon state did more or less what we figured. Right. I mean, right. We, I mean, we, we figured we'd have I a tough time a stopping them more than we scored more than we thought. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, uh, it was one of those things where, um, you know, you figured they were going to score points and they did. And then we helped them score points a couple times, like maybe like six times. And, you know, that it's, it's so what's so bananas about, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what direction you want to go with this thing because my head is just 
swimming with confusion regarding what we watched. Like, like I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, how to write about that thing for my Monday column. And I'm just like, I just, I, I, I want to go I, with I don't just, even know, man. just full on. Holy shit. That's one of the wildest wins. You'll, uh, Cougar wins. I you'll ever see one of the yeah. wildest games in the, and you know, as Sherwood said in his awesome recap, it was, you know, maybe the eighth craziest college football game of all time, but maybe just the fourth craziest WSU game this year. But right. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, it, it's just insane. You know, your defense gives up 29 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You blow, you blow a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter. Yep. And then come back from an 11 point deficit in the same quarter to win. Yeah. To win. And then to win basically at the buzzer. Um, well, did with... you see ESPN's win probability graph? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> wild. I mean, we went from Oregon State being 99%. We, we were we were at right. at, at at like 42-32, I think, and, and like 35-24. T- uh, t- uh, we were at the 90s, I think. Yep. Um, so both teams had like swings from 90 to yeah. almost zero and then to zero like but yeah it was yeah yeah and it, it, it's fun when those graphs kind of show that yep it's a literal roller coaster on that graph right, right. and it, yeah oh my well, god well it shows dude. you just how improbable it was like like that's that's the whole point of win probability it's not you know anything for certain i think this is where you know people who don't understand statistics very well you know, get themselves fouled up. So they're like, Oh, 99%. That's a stupid stat because we won. And it's like, no, 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 no. That, that means just shows you how like time. fucking crazy it was that we came back to win that it happens only about 1% of the time, you know, one out of a hundred in that spot, you know, in that game. And then when you, you know, compound the one out of a hundred and one out of a hundred and one out of a hundred that that game had, right. Where it's like, or one out of 10 or whatever it was when we were at 90%, you know, you just, you figure the the fact that you would see uh, that many swings, right. Uh, back and forth that that's, that's what made the game just especially crazy. I mean, there's, there's crazy comebacks, you know, uh, yeah, all the not, time, but not yeah. like come back and then come back and then come back, <laughs> you know, alternating between the two teams so well especially it was so crazy it seemed like we had by the end of the third quarter like wsu had taken control of the game and then right and then the beeves went nuts and we helped them out with a turnover and they got a uh onside kick which was essentially a turnover um right and and that helped them you know score four touchdowns in a row and that was just completely wild like and you're just sitting there in like the bad space when, (laughs) when, when they go up 11 and you're just like, this is, this is how the season essentially ends. Like we're right. We're just uh, another fucking horrible loss where like our defense just completely fell apart and our offense had really untimely turnovers and like, and it's just like, but no, like, uh, Wow, like, and you know, I think you and I both said it, man. Like, oh, God, this team is usually like this team is so soft when they yeah. give up that, but you know, they just give you a big fucking middle finger to that. I mean, there were like, three different times I was convinced the game was over. 
And oh, the man. first one the was like first... ha- was like halfway through the first quarter. Yeah, it was an interception followed by <laughs> Beaver t- Beaver quick touchdown. Like you're like, oh yeah, it's over. You know, and then Dez's uh, fumble, and yeah, I'm just like Travel interception Harris or whatever. Travell Harris fumble, Dez interception, and it's just like. <sighs> It's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and then of course, uh, you know, the, and, and that was sort of the soft comment, you know, was the, uh, you know, just the fact that after those turnovers, I mean, Oregon state had, you know, really no, uh, no, no troubles, no, no yeah. uh, resistance yeah. going right into the end zone, you know, and it just, it was like, God, here we go again. You know, they, a little bit of adversity and they fold, and it was just so like, come on. Um, but then, you know, I mean, the offense, you know, rebounded to, to you know, claw back a little bit. And and then yeah, they uh, scored as quickly as they need. Like they scored quickly, yeah. which was important because you'll see a team two scores down, um, you know, score a touchdown. But it takes three and a half minutes to do right. it. And then you're essentially in a position where right. you can't if you so don't recover s- the outside kick. It's over yep. 75, pl- 75 yards, seven plays. 207 bang 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 you know down the down the field so gave themselves a chance and uh thank god they still had two timeouts would have would rather have had three maybe yeah maybe if if you don't if you would quit calling timeouts to yell at the defense (laughs) and then and then allow the team to score right the very next play It's so stupid. Like, uh, you know, it's uh, I love Mike Leach. I'm glad he's our coach. You know, I'll say this like forever. Right. Like, I don't I don't want him to go anywhere. I want him to stay as long as he wants to stay, Um, you know, and all that. I don't think I'll ever get tired of of what we've become under him. Um, But also, like, it's just the head scratching stuff like that where you just go, you know, I I don't get it. But you know, whatever, whatever, man, it worked out this time. And, you know, we had some of that, uh, we, we've spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about, uh, the role of luck and randomness. And it's about goddamn time. Some of that randomness came our direction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, after, uh, the UCLA, Arizona state, Oregon, um, uh, am I forgetting any backbreaking losses? Uh, it's just, one of them had to go our way eventually, right? Like, yeah, felt. But then like you're, it. but then you're like, it's such a small sample size in right. a football season. No, no, they don't. They don't have yeah. to go your way. It I mean, be... you could take any, you know, twelve game sample in a baseball season, right, or a basketball right. season, and it's like you could have a stretch of twelve or games, may, or maybe you're like the Mariners and you go eleven and two, and then r- r- right, or you know, it's like or whatever, yeah. you can have an, you know, an incredibly good or an incredibly bad run of luck over a course of twelve games. I mean, football's you know, it's just, it's just sort of weird like that. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it came back around in this one. I'm really glad those guys uh, got to go out winners uh, yesterday. We're recording this Sunday night. Really glad they got to go out winners. Really glad that Anthony Gordon got to set those PAC 12 records uh, on a night when he wins, because inevitably our passing records get set in losses. Um, Yep. So, you know, just for all of that, uh, just, so super cool. So super cool. And, uh, you know, just to watch those guys celebrate on the field and, and, and get to get to really, really enjoy uh, their last game at Martin Stadium. And, and, and then, you know, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about this later. But, you know, to, to go into the Apple Cup, um, you know, not feeling like they got to beat Washington to get to a bowl game, because I think that would have been really the worst case scenario, not just from the, uh, you know, from the obvious 
fact that, you know, it's going to be a very difficult game to win. But um, this team doesn't seem to do great when it's got a lot of pressure, um, when it's got a lot of pressure on itself. And so I'm, I'm glad that pressure's off, um, you know, and, and that they, they took care of business. The bowl game is already secure. Fifth straight bowl, which is just like uh, – yeah, I mean, it, it blows my mind that in a year when uh, the defense, you know, it takes, you know, several, several, several steps backwards, um, still somehow this team figured out a way, you know, and the offense for all of its points and yards is is still really flawed, right? But, uh, you know, somehow, some way they figured out how to get to a bowl game, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, playing a pretty soft non-conference schedule, and that is why you do it. That's why everybody who was complaining about it last year because of the New Year's Six stuff, I'm just like, yo, this is this is why you do it. And then sure enough, the very next year, this is why you do it. All right. Because we, you got it. We, we got kind of sidetracked. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, dude. Uh, with all, all good points. Yeah. Like it's um, it's just great being a down year and you're. Yep. You're. Yeah. You have the 95th rated defense on SP plus. And you're going to a bowl game, so that's pretty, pretty great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a uh, like it was wild, you know. You they they had to try the onside kick, obviously, with the way the defense was playing. You just you you can't just you got to try it. It never works, whatever. Um, unless it's a surprise onside kick, fucking beeves. Um, and unless your kicker has like some kind of laser accuracy to be able to yeah. smash it right off of a receiving player i don't i don't know how like how often does that work like wasn't that the point at which you're like th- th- like i mean that was one of the three or four points at which you're like this game is over because it's right. like who the fuck does that happen to like how many times do people try to do that and they can't hit the person like when was the last time you saw that work like i can't remember the last time i saw that work uh i don't know never not in a movie <laughs> never in a in, in water boy i guess yeah i mean never like never never so you know but of course it worked against us last night and anyway but yeah and then they don't get the onside kick obviously and i mean hell of a job of the defense on the first three runs like yeah with some backs that have been just yep torching them shredding and, them and they you know they they get them into a passing situation on a fourth down and uh, that was huge and but um, we can talk about the their decision. I think obviously, like a lot of Beavs fans are mad, but I, th- um, but I, I'm just like if I, if I'm Jonathan Smith, I gotta go for it. The way the defense yeah. has been played, like the way the way the Cougs have been moving the ball, you're even thinking even we pin them on the ten, they're still gonna have a minute to score a touchdown. Like it's not out of the po- realm of possibility. Um, so in my and, and if I'm Jonathan Smith, my offense has been almost unstoppable. Yeah. So. And they drew up a hell of a play. Like Luton just missed the throw. Like that's all it is. Like if yep. he throws it, if he throws it six inches lower, that's a completed pass, and the game is over. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and uh, but it didn't. It didn't work. Fuck yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, you know, results based analysis, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, I'm super glad he went for it. Yeah. But you know, the first thing that came to mind, I said it because I was just in a bad space. Mentally, like I was like, God, if we, if we wouldn't have onside kick, they would definitely be punting here. Yeah, like, and that's the first which thing is, I thought. Which is true, but uh, you know, you have to onside kick there, right? Yeah, I mean, you definitely was, have was to. anybody thinking like an onside kick was the wrong call there? No, no, not with two timeouts and two minutes left. Yeah, I mean, you have to give yourself a chance to perhaps, you know, get the ball back. You can't, 
you can't assume that you're going to be able to. I, I mean, you just like your you defense that has given up 600 yards. It, yeah, and your defense has given up four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I mean, yeah. you know, and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to count on stopping them for three plays. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how you could, you know, how you could make that how'd, call. How'd you so. how'd you feel? Like, what was your what was your energy when that fourth down? When, when that ball hit the ground relief <laughs> it was just relief that's what i don't know felt. like it was just like oh my god we actually have a chance i mean you, you know it was like i was yeah. so fired up dude yeah i mean i, I don't know like i, I wasn't because i knew we were gonna score the game was just so full of bullshit it was like i don't know man like i just i i i i tend to get in those moments where i feel like it's very um like 50 50 you know that something's gonna happen or not happen like like i tend to get very like fatalistic about <laughs> about it it's like when i watch uh you know when i watch a sounders game and it's uh and there's penalty kicks involved to decide the game you know like i remember when they won the mls cup in 2016 and i'm watching it on tv and i like didn't even get that excited when torres's shot went in because i'm just like I can't even get this invested because it's just so fluky, you know, and I was, I just, I kind of felt like that fourth down play was like that, that it was, you know, kind of a 50, 50 proposition. I kind of just more exhaled. And then of course they, when they started moving, they got the very, you know, first down on the first play. And I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. You know, then I was getting, getting amped up. Oh again. man. I, I like, you know, I, 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 I turned around. So actually it was funny. Like the, the, one of the guys that sit behind me, he's like a beer nerd from Olympia um named scott and he he uh we never met but like we knew each other and he he listens to the podcast of course so thanks scott but um so we were talking the whole game and and i have my regular people that sit behind me and so we you know i'll always interacting with them but when they did that i just turned out like let's go with the game let's go with the game yeah yeah, like i was so fired up like it was just like it's that roller coaster then your your emotions just hit you harder yep when because man when they when uh that fourth down, like I was just, you know, everyone was standing up by that point. And like, yeah. just like I had Amanda and I were just like holding on to each other and just like, like, please, 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 please do it. Yeah. And they get to that fourth down and then you're like, Oh God, like how shitty would it be for this to end right here? Like it can't end right now. Like right. after all of this, like it can, they, they can't end on a fourth down on like the 40 yard line. Um, but of course you saw Tay come open and you're like, Oh hell yeah. And then, um, man, yeah. Another big play that, that fucking Aesop Winston, man, the, the hands on that guy. Yeah. That like, was, that was the play, right? I mean, that's the play that, that really makes it happen. Yeah. Cause you're you know. in, you're in, you, you, you have so many options to score from the 10. Yep. And yeah, then, of it, course, the the pass interference that Arcanado drew, which he was yep. playing magically. I swear to God, he broke his arm. Yeah, apparently and then, not. And then he comes out and makes a big catch and then draws a pass interference on the final drive, a crucial pass interference. Yeah. Because it puts us on the 10, and suddenly the run becomes a, a viable option, and the Beavs were not playing for that run at all. Would you like, have? I mean, I wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have either. I would have said, I dare you to run the ball. Because if you don't get in, the game's over. Well, yeah. If they throw the ball there, though, it's the last play. Any any pass I, play is going to take four seconds. 
I think de- it depends on the play, right? If you're mm, even if, a fade, if it's a very quick slant, if it's a very quick slant, it could be yeah, but, three but seconds. If, but or if less. that slant isn't wide open, that's you, well, obviously that's the other thing, right? Like if you can't, you know, if the slant's not there and you got to hold the ball, like then yeah, nine out but, of ten times that they're throwing the ball. Yes, I mean, I think you're this, right. I think you're right. But like I think they're like it's the last play, regardless, right here. So you run the ball or you, whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, they, and yeah, they, the, that was probably the best blocked short yardage run of the entire year too. Yeah, like probably. they completely collapsed the middle. Yeah. The, like, the three guys, the guards and the, and the center just absolutely like they were, the defense was people. in the end zone. Borgie just yeah. had to run forward. Yeah. And like that was all, all he, he had, had to, to do was run hard. Yeah. And, and he did. He and, did. Delivering and, on that guarantee. And all the, you know, it's pretty funny, the, the whole crowd chanting, Borgie, Borgie, before, oh the, my gosh. before yeah. the play. And it's just like, I was, I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> give it to him, man. Because you're looking at the defensive alignment, and you're like, give him the fucking ball. Like, this is a touchdown. If you give him the ball just right up the damn middle, the Beavs yeah. are giving that to you. Um, but that just goes to show, like, um, if you have a system like that with all the weapons on the outside, yep. you got to make people – you you. People have to make decisions, you know, they have to make decisions on who to guard. And, you know, they made a decision that they, they were going to sell out to not let Winston or Martin or what, or one of the inside receivers, Arcanado or anyone uh, beat them. And it made it easier because, you know, passing the ball from the two yard line is difficult. And, uh, oh man. And just, the just the, the stadium, like just was so awesome. It was, you know, half empty, but like just that reaction was insane. Like the people was, who were there had a ton of energy and yeah. there were, there were also a pretty stunning number of Oregon state fans there. Yeah, there were yeah. like lots and they were loud. I was, you know, I didn't know whether to be irritated or impressed. I guess I'll go with impressed since we won the game. I don't have to be irritated, but yeah, well, I was really glad I had this. So there, there was a family sitting in front of us and the mom and one of the the kids, one of the sons was, they had Cougar stuff on, and then Dad and two of the his other two sons were in uh, Oregon State stuff, and I was and I was like, why do I have to these kids? Because every time I'd scream, like yell something, like the the one of the Oregon the Oregon State kids would like look at me, like, <laughs> like what is he doing? And but they left when Oregon State went up eleven. Losers. Yeah, they left, yeah. and uh, and I was and and so I was just happy that I could fully enjoy that that comeback because I didn't have to worry about like yeah the, the feelings of uh, a small child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was great, man. We, we just erupted hugging each other and, and, uh, um, my most favorite, uh, non attempt at an extra point ever. I was like, this is the right call. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. As so- okay. As soon as we take got take out there, the variance, right I'm here. yelling at the people around me. I'm like, take a knee, take a knee. And they're looking at me like, it's an extra point. And I'm like, don't eat the, the way this game has gone. We will definitely get that blocked and it'll definitely be returned for two points to lose the game. Yeah. Like that's, like if we even try anything now, I wasn't opposed. I was not opposed to maybe like just handing it off to Borgie or something. Like I like, I mean the odds of something going wrong there are pretty but like but minuscule. Yeah, but, but the only but way you could take it to zero is kneeling. You know. But yeah, the only the but in that situation, being up one or three doesn't make a difference. 
Right. Because uh, uh, the Beavs are either going to score a touchdown on the, off the kickoff right. or they're not. It's right. like so. Right. I like so it. Didn't, you know, it didn't actually matter. I was just like, uh, what did you know? Matter? And then, and by the way, by the way, we still figured out a way to make it a negative play. Oh, because yeah. Renard Bell decided to do a backflip, which was mighty awesome. impressive, but also apparently a penalty, which is absolutely absurd. But well, still yeah, like is kind of hilarious. He's fifty yards downfield, not near any other Oregon State player. Yeah, and 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 the ref who's down on the goal line has to throw his flag. I'd like to know where in the rule book it says if you do a backflip, it's it's a penalty. Yeah, do a backflip fifty yards. Like not yeah, even. He's not doing it in front of their sideline. He's not doing it in front of a player. Like he's just you know happy, happy. Like come on, because it's Renard Bell, man. He's like one of the happiest, like yeah, funny, just... joyful dudes on the team. Like follow that guy on Twitter, man. Pac twelve refs are always going to have the last word. They are always going to figure out a way to have the last word. So, but yeah, yeah, I got. Because I'm a shithead, I I, I start I, I I started yelling. I was like, "Oh, screw that! Like, look, like he's just doing a cartwheel. Who cares?" And this these other guys that were a little bit away from me, like, "It's a sportsmanlike conduct." And I, and I was like, "It's a cartwheel. Who were, cares?" I was were they like, Beavers fans? Is no, they were Kook fans. And I, oh and I was gosh. like, and I was like, I was like. I started yelling back at him. I was like, "Don't, don't get mad at me. Get mad at, get mad at the refs. Like, yeah. you get mad at me." Like, we got like, we got some of those dudes in our comments on Kook Center. Like, and and some of them probably listen to us. But you know what, people, get a grip, calm down, and just enjoy it. Because it's like it, it's a it's a game. It's fun. Oh no, Anthony Gordon was talking shit. Yeah, talk all the shit you want. You just won the damn game. Like, come on. Ugh. Yeah, like these guys have been just fighting each other for yes. the last three and a half hours. Yes. In a well, super emotional. Yes. Like f- for each program, fairly high stakes game. And, and yeah, uh, like maybe not on a national perspective, but for each of those, any, any, anytime either of these programs could go to a bowl game, it's a big deal. Yes. And so this was a high stakes game. The Beavs are, you know, trying to build their program back. The Cougars are trying to prove that they have a program in place that, you know, can can be this consistent. And it's yes. just like like, yeah, this is a high stakes game. And the it's senior night. Like this is the last game a bunch of dudes had here, including Anthony Gordon. And Anthony Gordon's been he's got forty five goddamn touchdown passes. Like like Imagine if he's sitting there with 45 touchdown passes and only has one more game to play, and uh, he goes and doesn't play in a bowl when he sets like has one of the greatest passing seasons in like FBS history, and he just is, is staying at home. But he was pre- he was hyped up, and they came, and the way they came back and won, like yeah, like it but, was. But who will think of the children, Craig? Someone. Uh, Someone did. Think Someone did yell that at me. There are children here. I'm like, your children are at a football game. Like, come on. They heard me say fuck. Oh my god. Uh, oh no, my kids. My kids had to let me know a few times that I was going to be putting money in the swear jar. So, uh, you know, totally worth it though. 100 worth it. Oh man, it was great, man. Like, how was how? So obviously. Just a an all timer of a of a game to be at. Yeah. And uh, but how was your day overall? Like, did you you had the kids? How, did they have yeah. fun? Yeah. No, guys... day was awesome. So we drove over in the morning, and then uh, 
Let's see. Stopped and ate at Cougar Country. I was uh, I was impressed by the by the new and improved menu boards. Oh that yeah, was, so you can see whew. you can see the menu before you're right Bef- at the th- right you're, at the counter. That's right. And, and so, you don't have to uh, crane your neck for tall guys. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. So uh, so I looked at that, and then uh, now now I got I, I do have to say there was one one it, it was it was cougar country through and through except for one little thing and which is actually a big thing to me uh the peanut butter milkshakes are no longer made with crunchy peanut butter and that is uh i, I don't know whose idea that was but it was a very bad idea oh yeah that's a bummer yeah I didn't so know like that. that it's it still tasted great but i mean the crunchy peanut butter is what has always set their peanut butter milkshake apart and uh, the fact that it is no longer crunchy peanut butter. So if peanut anybody butter, affiliated... The, peanut butter milkshake is the best milkshake. It is. It's the most caloric milkshake. By far. By far. <laughs> and it's 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 just... And I don't... You know, the only time I ever have them is when I'm in Pullman at, at Cougar Country. So, uh, you know, but but uh, otherwise, everything else was was great. So we, we did that and then, uh, then took the kids to... Uh, um, took the kids to Ferdinand's and, and that was, uh, that was exciting for them. Picked up some, a bunch of cheese to bring back for Thanksgiving. So, oh, hell yeah. can, you know, share with our family members. And I, I have a, my father-in-law, um, loves hot, hot, hot anything. And so I, I ordered whatever the hottest, uh, cheese Crim- is. Crimson so, fire. Yeah, that's the one. So I brought that home for him. Uh, so he could have some of that and, and got a tin of Cougar gold so that we could, uh, I don't know, make some dish with maybe like scalloped potatoes or something. Or just, or just eat it. Or just, we'll probably do that also. Yeah. But, you know, so we did that. And then, uh, let's see, uh, met up with uh, Kim and Mark Halinski. So I, we can probably talk a little bit about, about that experience, but I uh, got to talk with them um, for a few minutes and. Uh, I was just so I was I was I thought WSU handled the senior day moment really well. Um, yes, you know, because yes. typically the way they do those is each player comes out of the tunnel one at a time with their family, right? And the fact that uh, it would have been Kim and Mark walking out by themselves would have been, I think, a lot, <laughs> you yeah. know. And so for, for anybody who didn't – I don't know what was on TV, so forgive me if, uh, if, if they showed all this on, on TV, but um, basically all the, all, the, all the families stood out around the 50-yard line-ish. Right. And then, uh, and then all of the players walked out as a group when they said, you know, here's the, you know, the 2016 seniors. They walked out – or tw- sorry, 2019 seniors. There were 16 of them. And uh, – <clears throat> You know, they walked out as a group, and and it was just a super touching moment because Tyler was first. They went in order of their numbers. Yeah, that so was Ty- amazing. Yeah, and so Tyler was first, and uh, you know Kim and Mark, all the players went over and uh, and hugged him, and and yeah, were that with was... them, and and I know Mike Leach gave him a you, hug. You can find video of that on Twitter. Yeah, too. and I I, yeah. I saw that uh, Peyton Palour was there. I know he and Tyler were pretty close. Um, so anyway, it just was, it was just this really touching moment. And, uh, you know, the, there were lots of threes being held up in the air. Um, you know, I had my, my three flag that we were holding up from our seats and, uh, it was, it was just really great, um, that they were, um, that, that, that we were able to, to do that for them one more time. I mean, I, I haven't really talked to them much since that, so I don't know, you know, kind of how they felt about it, but I know that, uh, you know, their desire is to keep Tyler's memory alive. And, uh, you know, he certainly is not forgotten. And I think that was, that was really clear. So yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was super cool. And I thought, I thought WCU actually handled that, um, really, really well for, for, uh, an athletic department that has a tendency to kind of, 
maybe not handled simple things as well as they can. Um, that I thought was handled really, really well. And I think everybody deserves a lot of credit for, for how that all went down. Yeah, it was, I mean, yeah, it was such a cool moment to see Leach walk out there and give them hugs and, yep. and then obviously all the players and, yep. and, uh, yeah, go watch, uh, one of the videos. I can't remember who shared it, but, um, all the players are giving Mark and Kim hugs and, um, uh, that when, uh, like Des Patman was like one of the last ones to give uh, Kim a hug. And yep. she just goes, hi Desmond. And it's just <laughs> turn on yeah. the, turn on the, uh, turn faucet, on the tears. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she, she really is an incredible person. And, and you know, and it's sometimes I think we forget, I, I don't know if we forget, I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, sometimes we just don't always remember as well as we should that these are, you know, real people. Right. right. You know, and, and so Des Patman and, you know, I mean, even just like, you know, last night during the game, you know, I mean, Des comes up with this, you know, really, really critical mistake. Right. And it, I mean, that was the mistake. I was like, OK, this, you know, this game's over. Right. Right. And, you know, and, and, and you just go, oh, you know, damn it. And then, you know, you look at, you know, Des was supposed to have this really huge year and he hasn't really had it. Right. And, you know, and so you just, oh, it's so much untapped potential, all these things. And then and then there's moments like that where you. You, you are sort of confronted with the reality that, you know, this is a young man who, you know, has is a person. Right. And, and has feelings. And, um, you know, his friend and teammate, you know, died a couple of years ago. And, and that's still, you know, that's still a really emotional thing. And these are still really people. So it, it, it was very touching. The, the whole thing was very touching. And, and I think the fans, uh, you know, the, the stands were pretty. I mean, they weren't yeah, full, think, but think, they were, they were more as people than usual. Yeah. I think people made it a point to get in. And then I think, um, I think the Mike Leach bobblehead helped too. That, uh, yeah, I think that helped some too. I didn't get one of those. Did you? No. I God got, damn it. I was like, there's not even gonna be 10,000 people there. I know. That's kind of what I thought. So I don't know how that happened. I did see some people that, so we went to the field house before the game. So that was, that was kind of the thing that we did after we met up with Mark and Kim was we went, went to the field house for a little while. And, uh, and by the way, drank a couple of cryostash Imperial IPAs, which is not a good beer, but is 9% and is a really good way to kind of get going for six bucks a beer before the game. So anyway. very well done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, I, I was kind of wondering, I, I saw a lot of people in there with, uh, with their, with their Mike Leach. So they went and then they went, went got their out. thing and came back out. So I, I think that's, I think There's, that's a lot of, they're smarter so. than us. They, yeah. I just, I didn't care that much. Yeah. I didn't care that much either. I'm sure if I care that much, I could find one on offer up or eBay or something at this point. Does anybody use eBay anymore? I don't know. I think so. They, they have commercials. They do, which leads me to believe nobody actually uses eBay. Anymore. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Would you like? Would you? Would you think of that that whole pregame scene? It seemed like most people made their way in, uh, you know, early enough to see it. And I think the I think the ceremony. It seemed like it was a little later than sometimes it is. I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. Because I got but... I got into the stadium a little later than I wanted to, and I was pretty worried. But we were in plenty of time. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think it happened about 15 minutes before kickoff, so I think yeah. that's about right. I don't, yeah, so um, it's maybe like five minutes to. Also, six it wasn't. Or so. Yeah, it was much. It was much shorter because of the way they did it. Yeah, because you didn't. I thought it was you, really cool. They, you weren't they, waiting. You weren't waiting right. for the walking and stuff. Like it right. was just. 
And they played I mean, just a little video message from each player. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, I thought that, that was, was great. so cool. Yep, I thought that was great. Yeah, that was really cool. Like that was that was fun. Like I've they've, I've never seen them do that that way. It's also really nice when the senior day is not an Apple Cup, so because then it's then it the senior day can be more about senior day because when it's at Apple Cup, it always just feels like well, it's Apple Cup. Who cares yeah. about? Can we just like, get no, this over with? Usually, people just don't even realize that it's also senior day. Like right. sometimes I think they should just do senior day the home game before Apple Cup, just so you're not yeah. Like so, you're not like it's it's like we already have a big thing happening. We don't yeah. need we don't need another days. big yeah. thing. But yeah, no, it was uh, it it was cool. It was yeah, different and um, yeah, I I loved what they did for Tyler and and I loved yeah. uh, I loved the the video well. messages for all the other guys and I think that 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 played really well and yeah, it, it moved really smoothly and quickly and because they gave a lot of time for. Uh, Mark and Kim to, you know, greet everyone and, you know, yep. everyone to give their respects for that. And, and it was, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And, um, I'm glad I got in there in time, obviously on here in the stands, you don't, you just see a, a huddled group of people. And it was kind of, everyone was just kind of like quiet and just like letting them have their moment and just like kind of being respectful, letting them, yeah. it was, it was a very, it was a very different situation, you know? Like not this raucous crowd. Like everyone just kind of got quiet, and and we sat there. And we we you know we waited for, you know, all these people who were you know directly involved with Tyler, meeting with his parents and yeah. And I'm I'm really glad that Leach was involved because I obviously we know that like uh, Leach doesn't really care that much about like senior day festivities or whatever. Like he says they honor their seniors at the bowl game and stuff. Um, but I, I, I like that he, you know, because sometimes I think he can get the reputation that he just kind of like takes himself out of things. Sure. But it was I mean, cool he that, doesn't have a reputation for being a very emotional guy. right? Yeah, exactly. And so it was really cool to see him go and, and give them a hug. And then and yeah. it was, yeah, just just I, all around great, um, uh, see, a great way to honor the seniors in general. And um, yeah, um, uh, more of you should have been there to see it. Yeah, um, I was. I was kind of hoping you got one of the leech things because I, I wanted to know if it worked. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Ba got one. Did he? Yeah, because oh. they, yeah, yeah. They they just got him handed. Oh, I, oh. See, I know how that one goes. Yeah, yeah. They put ten of them in the in the suite is what they did on that one. Exactly. <laughs> He's got to show up to the suite. We try. By the way, this this was not mentioned earlier, but we actually walked out to Ba's tailgate spur of the moment we were just like you know what let's let's walk out and see ba and katie before the game and and this was like it i don't know 4 45 right like a yeah. little over an hour yeah. before the game and uh, and we get out there and i'm like hey where are you guys at and he's like we went in i was like what <laughs> i'm like i'm like it's cold serious? man oh they my god nice warm uh, sweet that's that's exactly drinks, it they yeah. want to go hang out in the suite where it's nice and warm you know i mean yeah, come I don't on. Blame them. ba wanted me to come drink some of his random beer and i was gonna you know take care of that for him and, I, and I, we went so we uh it was um it was amanda's birthday um so we uh i was letting her like whatever you want to do you know we don't have our kid like we're just gonna so she wanted to go to the coog and man the coog was packed <laughs> Like, it was crazy. Like, I thought it was going to be empty because Pullman was empty, right? Like, for a football weekend. like It's probably what everybody thought. They all thought, oh, the Coug will be empty. And then 
It wasn't, but we eventually got a table. And once you get a table at the Coug, it's kind of like, just stay. Don't go Yeah, then you just post up for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, we were there for a solid four hours, probably. Oh, my gosh. Um, Lots of pictures of Bodie and Okay, uh, hold on. Now, did anybody anybody take you up on the podcast offer? Uh, Did anybody come up and say, hey, tall podcast guy? I was going to get to that, man. Um, Okay. so So, overall, man... Uh, thank you to all the people that came up to me and you know thanked us for the podcast told told me a good job like i had a lot of like more than i've ever had um and because my my amanda's uh brother was joking like oh with his uh, girlfriend like oh i don't know if you realize that we're with a very um you know, a very regional semi-celebrity. And I'm like, yeah. And like, I'm like, if I'm a celebrity, this is where I'm most famous is right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, sure. so, you know, so I saw a couple people I met, uh, Jeff, um, shout out to Jeff. Uh, um, he's a mutual, we have a mutual friend and, um, I, a bunch of other people. Um, but specifically, um, actually, um, uh, Amanda's brother's girlfriend, uh, one of her friends came over and, uh, and Chris is just like, Oh, did you know we're with a little semi celebrity or, or that's Amanda's brother. <laughs> Chris is like, you know, we're with a celebrity. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> like she, cause she listens to the podcast and, uh, she's like, can I have like, she goes, will you, I'm not a student. Will you buy me a picture? And I'm like, I'll buy you a beer. So I gave her a beer out of the picture, but, um, but no, I didn't have any students come up. I don't know if there's a lot of students that actually listen to this. I think it's, mostly, yeah, I don't, I don't I think it's I mostly think grads, so. but, um, yeah. but yeah, so, uh, Mallory, shout out to you, Mallory. All um, right. Good job. Mallory. Uh, she, uh, we, uh, we, she, we got, we went and had shots at her, uh, car right before the game. Woo. Um, so they were small. Uh, but, uh, we had, you know, shots of the car and, uh, um, uh, she, her, um, apparently she had told her dad that, uh, she met me and he did not believe her. And so <laughs> luckily I had taken a picture of us. So, um, Perfect. so she got her proof, but yeah, no, it was great. You know, there was a lot of people like, especially after the game, I, I, had, I had someone come up to me and was like. I only listen when I only listen when we win. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna be listening. So. Which which doesn't shock either one of us because we see the download numbers. Oh yeah, <laughs> after a win, I'm like I'm like oh I know. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we know no. there's a few people who only listen after we win. But, but yeah, I appreciate all y'all that uh, um, just said you know hey uh, keep up good work or whatever. Um, I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And, and it uh, really does. By the way, like it really does like bring a smile to our face when Absolutely. people say these things. I mean, it's so I met, uh, I met a reader at, I don't know if he's a podcast listener, but I know he reads the site, uh, met him at, uh, Cougar country drive in guy was there with his, with his son. His name was PJ, not our PJ, but a different PJ. And, uh, so shout out to PJ if you're listening. Um, it's, it's just always really cool. Like it's, uh, you know, a lot of work goes into all of this. Um, it doesn't pay great. <laughs> you know, we do it mostly because right. we enjoy it. And, uh, so it is, it's whenever people are like, Oh, I love what you do. It's really cool. Like it really does, uh, it really does make us feel good. Not that we're begging for compliments, but it's just like, if you feel that way and if you express it to us, um, just know when we say that means a lot, it really does. Like we really do. Um, it, it really does feel good when, when people say that they enjoy the work we do. So, yeah. So yeah, it was a, a great day. Um, I think the, the people that were there were just 
really excited to be there. Obviously, yeah. like it was a poorly attended game, but like we had a really good crowd. The people that were there, yeah, like it was a big deal for them. Yep. And uh, and it was it was a very good vibe in in Pullman. The Beavers fans are great. Um, I saw some in the Coog, and I was like, "I'm really glad you're here. Welcome to Pullman. Also, hope you're sad later." Um, and they laughed, and uh, but yeah, you know, like I don't know, like Beavers fans and Coog fans are pretty yeah. similar. So yeah, I saw um, a guy on the way out put my arm around him. I said, "I'm sorry, that's the stupidest game I've ever seen." You know, I was just it, yeah. It's uh, I I really hope they beat Oregon next week. You yeah. Know? Um, well, especially because, well, we can maybe take a break and then get into that. Yeah, that's probably good. Mess I mean, we got a whole bunch of stuff still to talk about. We got we got soccer to talk about. Oh, we got man. basketball to talk about. We got. But yeah, this holy shit! What a fucking game! Yeah. What a day! Yeah. Oh my god! Like I'm still floating from it. Yep. Um, it was fun as hell. That was so much fun. Just, just think if Vegas had set the over under at um, at a hundred and five, it they uh, would have went over. It would have went over. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good place for that. Break. That is the that is just that is the game that we joked would happen when Leach was hired. The yep. games like that. And finally we won one. Yeah. And so. the Texas tech fans would all come around and be like, you never know what you're going to get with Leach. It's going to be so exciting. You're going to get yourself in a crazy shootout. And well, you know, we've had a few of them. We've had a few. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's take a break. And we're back. All right, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, whatever we're talking about, I'm going to be fired up about it. I know. Fired up I know. Well, um, I mean, if we're going to continue with the fired up vibe, maybe we should talk about soccer. Yeah. Let's just, we'll get, we'll get to the pack. We'll get to the pack 12 because there was a lot of shit that happened. There was a crazy pack 12 weekend just in general. Um, after we had a really boring one last weekend, but, um, but, uh, yeah, dude, fuck. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah, dude, we are a soccer school. Dude, we are. I mean, we are. And it's awesome. And Morgan Weaver is the, the, goat. the greatest, the goat, the greatest of all time. Um, yeah. So in case, you know, you don't follow it. Um, if you listen to this, you probably do. Um, Friday, uh, WSU soccer goes down um, to take on number one seed, Virginia, at Virginia and beats them three to two. Yep. Uh, to advance to the Sweet 16. Um, the Sweet 16 was on Sunday, today for when we're recording. Um, and we just we just saw earlier today. And I, I Jeff, I when you were uh, you said you were going to grab a beer, I could I could tell I could hear it. You were yeah. watching you were watching the game because I know I, I don't I don't think you got to watch it live. But no, I did not. Um, I was on the road. You know, you know how I watched it. I was watching it on my phone. We were at we stopped at um, well, we, we had to drop uh Amanda's brother off in Yakima. Um, yeah. But uh, he, but we stopped at Amanda's parents' house to uh, um, have a little birthday for Amanda. And I was just like, let, let there, she's like, when are we going to get back on the road? I'm like, oh, four, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. after this game. <laughs> like, yeah. So I just had it on my phone and uh, I was just like walking around, like loading up the car again. So, you know, cause there B was staying there. So I had to, you know, put the car seat back in, get the pack and play, load all that stuff. I'm like what, with one hand doing all that stuff. The other hand, I was uh, loading something to the car when uh, Morgan Weaver scores the second 
goal, like her first goal, the second yep. goal to make it the two zero goal. with like about 30 minutes left, 25 minutes yeah. left. And I was just like in their, in their driveway, just like this, God, like, like, man, it's so awesome. So, so today the Cougs took down West Virginia. Um, and West, it. by the way, people who don't know, West Virginia has been a really good program. Uh, they've made the Sweet 16 four out of the last five years. So it's not like we were playing, you know, I mean, I, I know that, you know, most people don't know women's soccer and, you know, so I, I get all that. Um, so understand that, you know, even though they beat the one seed in Virginia and they go on and play West Virginia um, and it's like, oh, are they are they playing, you know, somebody, you know, kind of less good? Like the answer is yes. They, like West Virginia was, you know, less good than Virginia. But at the same time, you know, West Virginia was no slouch and. Um, also had, you know, obviously much closer proximity to their home, <laughs> you know, uh, playing in that game. So, so yeah, to play, play, a play a team that, that was, you know, also very good. Um, you know, they go out and smack them around. Yeah. Like three zero. Yeah. And our, and our, we controlled the game too. Like it was, that was not like, Oh you know, yeah. No, they counters. They had, it was, they had nine shots on the, their, the goalie, the West Virginia's goalie. They gave up three goals and she had to make six saves. Yep. And they had chances and chance. Like yep. that's just the shots on goal. They had so many yep. like they chances. They had a header that off the, off the framework. Yeah. Right um, at like, it, they, it would, that would have made it four zero. Yeah. Yep. Like, so yeah, Weaver comes in. Uh, they get an early goal and then two second graph holes from Weaver. If you don't know who Morgan Weaver is, um, she's played on the know. she's played on the U- under twenty three uh, women's national team. She's definitely on the radar for a potential future yep. on the national team. Yep. Um, she'll uh, I almost she's certainly, had, she's she'll almost certainly be an NWSL player. Yep, she's headed there. Um, she uh, I so there's a she there's scored a, what is it forty one career goals right yeah, I think yeah and apparently so I was. Um, in the aftermath on Friday, I was, uh, cause I saw, um, one of the, my favorite soccer follows, uh, particularly for women's soccer, but she knows about all soccer, but it's, um, Kim McCauley, she was a writer for SB Nation yep. and, uh, it's L- LGBTQFC, um, uh, on, uh, on Twitter, on, on the Twitter. So she was, she was just like, twi- like, like she was just singing Weaver's praises. And so I was like, Oh, I've been meaning to ask you about her. Um, you know, where, where she stands and, and she's just like, apparently, you know, she's like, she's maybe didn't have the season that people expected, but she's just totally turned it on in like the biggest stage, yep. which is like, when it's awesome when your best players show out, like, cause both her goals were like, like it showed off what she can do. Like, yep. The first one was just her burning someone. Like she's got yep. great speed. And she is so um, fast. Yeah. She got a long ball and she just burned someone and then a great finish. And then the other one was just like off a, you know, a one time, like she just like, she snapped that sucker off so quick. Like it was such an impressive shot from outside the box. Yeah. I think she fooled everyone. Cause it's, it's the kind of situation where uh, players will often take one more touch Mm -hmm. to try and set up one more shot. And she just kind of, she just, you know, she's kind of hit it and curled it toward the post and uh, snuck it into the side net. It was it was spectacular, man. She is, she is something else. And, you know, go, the first goal really was the one that sort of changed everything. Right. Um, and that was a hell of a hustle play too. like Gomera Stevens, uh, you know, basically out hustled, uh, you know, a defender to the yeah. ball. She was trying to kind of back pass it and, and mishandled it a little bit. And then she had just kind of this sliding shot and put it in the upper corner. 
um, 15 minutes in, and, and that just kind of oh, set that was the a whole great tone shot. for the game. Yeah, it was incredible. It was so an kinda, unsavable shot. Kind of set the tone for the whole match, and uh, I don't know, man. It was just really cool. It was no fluke, and, you know, Wazoo has had lots of those games this year where um, – They dominate. And where they, yeah, they've dominated like possession, the they've game, dominated yeah. shots, and then they've either not won or, or ended up in a draw – um, you know, and so, you know, we talk, we talk a lot about, you know, as we, as we did earlier in the show, you know, talking about randomness and, uh, you know, just kind of those, those kinds of statistical anomalies. Right. And, you know, earlier in the year, they, they had some of those games where, you know, by all rights, they should have won, um, given the number of shots they put on goal. They, you know, had games where they, they lost because, you know, shots were cleared off the line and, you know, by, by defenders, you know, not by goalies, by defenders. Um, yeah. You know, and then in this one, uh, of course, they cleared one off the line right. when it was, I still think, two to zero at that point. Um, so to, to have sort of have the randomness come back around in the same weekend that some of that randomness came back around for the football team was was super cool. Like just to see them, you know, kind of get, you know, they're hot at the right time. And um, <laughs> they're in the elite eight, man. Like, I know, so right? Like, I was you, thinking about it. Can you it? imagine if our basketball team made it to the elite eight? That'd be bananas, dude. Like well, I was thinking about it. I, I there's only one other uh, WSU team that I can recall that has been to the Elite Eight, and that it's 2002 volleyball team. Yep. Is that the only other one? You know that that like in modern time. I well, think. I mean like yeah, like well, I don't even yeah. You know, since they expanded to these like 64 team brackets. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, basketball. Like, basketball's been to I think a couple of Sweet Sixteens. You know, and you had the one and. Well, you know, they just hap- to, happened to have yeah. the bad fortune of playing <laughs> North Carolina, playing a juggernaut. But yeah, but yeah this is soccer. They were Sweet bananas, Sixteen man. two years ago. Obviously, volleyball went to Sweet Sixteen last year. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's it's rare. I mean, this it's rare for a Cougar team to get this far. So it's a big deal, well, and, and uh, it's it's it makes sense that it's the soccer program because they've basically only missed the tournament like twice in the last like twelve years. So yep. It's it in to have I don't know man it's like to have any program do that is really incredible, um, and <clears throat> you know for for our soccer team and our volleyball team to be so good is kind of crazy because the Pac-12 is such a good league in that so the Pac-12 has four of the final eight soccer teams left, which is which is kind of crazy and then you know that that win against Virginia they scored three goals to win that game, uh, Virginia had only given up eight goals all season. All, all season. season, like all twenty, roughly twenty ish games, like yeah. twenty to twenty two, twenty three yep. games. And so yeah. to to get to score three goals, and they weren't all pretty, but you know they were. Yeah. This is a no, very, the winner was just a yeah, just like a, a mess in front of the you know in front of the goal, and and uh, just kind of I think somebody got a knee on it, <laughs> kind of bounced it toward the goal. It all counts, um, but yeah, they all count, and um, it, it's just like I don't know, man. These guys are just they're very. They are very uh, coog. Like they just, um, they, you know, they play hard. Yeah, that's that's what the hallmark of uh, this team and, and a lot of the teams in this run. Yeah, is they just that when you talked about that first goal, like that's it was a perfect example. Just a hustle goal. Just a really hustle with a little like, bit of quality. And Morgan Weaver is the perfect player. Like yep. she she she's the she's a we've seen her get hustle goals a lot over her career, and but she's also. In, very gifted athletically so when you yep. combine the two but then yep. the whole team plays like that you know like it's just you want in the even the uh 
the commentator, which was a guy from University of Virginia, because he, he had to do it. Cause right, right. <laughs> um, but uh, but he mentioned that, you know, he was talking about how these they just play so hard, like all mm-hmm. the time. And in college soccer, you can take people out and put them back in and yep. stuff too. So it's like it's it it it, it works for that because um, it's not like in in any other level, you know, like higher level of soccer where you get to only get you know three subs and and once right. you're out, you're out and all that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's so cool. Like it's 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 fun. Like it, it's it's yeah. been it's been fun to follow. Uh, and they got at least one more, and they they're going to South Carolina on Friday. Um, to take on South Carolina to go to the final four. One win from the final four. Yeah. Which is absolutely bonkers. They, uh, if you want to watch listeners, if you want to watch the game, it is archived on watch ESPN. That's how I watched it. So, um, you are able to, to, to get it and, and check it out. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's a pretty fun game to watch. And it is, it actually is, a. The, the, both sides there was a lot of good passing a lot of good movement like it wasn't a very stagnant game it was a it was very up and down it yeah. was very up and down and, and a pretty pleasant game to watch and yeah it was a pretty fun game to watch it's, I mean, it's crazy yeah. i mean they were supposed you know they were supposed to be this good last year and then they just got ravaged by injuries you know they, they had a bunch of people um get hurt obviously the goalkeeper got hurt earlier in the year uh, you know, Elise Bennett, who's uh, one of their other forwards slash, I don't know if she's a forward or, or a winger, but, you know, I mean, she's, uh, you know, one of one of their stronger attacking players. She was hurt last year. I mean, they just had so many injuries last year. And um, so to see him come through this way, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And it's a super testament to Todd Schulenberger. Um, pretty incredible to have this kind of program where, um, you know, we've had basically four, you know, four coaches in the last, you know, 10 years or whatever. And to be able to maintain uh, this level of success uh, is, is pretty remarkable. I don't know who was responsible for hiring the soccer coaches under Bill Moose, but um, but that person obviously knew what they were looking for and, and did a hell of a job. So, yeah, yeah, this is it's a, definitely a program to be proud of. Uh, um, and what what a weekend combined with the football win. And then that was just sandwiched on Friday and Sunday by huge uh cougar soccer wins and um yeah just a, a hell of a weekend like in you know the huskies lost that was good too yeah so maybe we should talk a little uh that never gets little, old little little pack 12 sure so damn huskies what the <laughs> fuck guys <laughs> we the the huskies and the cougars have the same record heading into the apple cup yeah and it's hate how week, about that so so we got to hate on those Huskies right now. Yeah. Like fuck those guys. Wow, like just to go like Colorado who has been notoriously bad in November <laughs> recently and just to go and and lay an egg again. Like right. what happened to their offense? I have not watched it. But, I have not uh, watched it either, but you you put this on the back of the Oregon State game. We just put up 600 in 30 yards and 54 yeah. points on Oregon State. Yeah. You've put 19. Like, and now. Jacob Eason, 21 of 34 for 206 yards. One touchdown, one interception. And he'll throw for 600 man. against us. But Probably. But, uh, but still. But yeah. But yeah, like the Buffs are like five and six now. They, you know, they got to play Utah. Uh, yeah. But, They're but, not uh, going to beat Utah, but still. But yeah, like, technically a bowl game still in play for them. Yeah, but man, like, 
Yeah, they've gotten too big. Like they've definitely like you thought they were gonna finish three and nine, but they've they've beat Stanford, they beat UW. Um like you know, great turnaround, like yeah, great pretty kind remarkable. of salvage. Yeah. Like so uh but but yeah, like UW, man, geez, like that that was a shocking you know, obviously yeah. during the game people are like, UW's down thirteen zero, whatever, you know, it's like holy shit, like really. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know where that. Uh, um, of course, like it, uh, they'll probably figure everything out next week. But yeah, their probably. offense has definitely been awful for multiple weeks now. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, may I mean, I don't know. We'll probably talk ourselves into all kinds of shit. Fuck the Huskies! Week. It's always it's a perfect football weekend. When yeah, the Cougars win, Huskies right. lose, and then of course the Seahawks won. So that that helps. I- I'd like you to know that the Huskies and the Colorado Buffaloes have the same conference record. <laughs> well, which is both is both of which they're are bad, than, but they're still... both of which are better than WSU's conference. <laughs> yeah. <record. laughs> no, it's the same. Oh, it's the same. It's the same. Oh, so we're all three and five. We're all three and five. All right. Yeah. We got up to three three conference wins this weekend, Craig. Come on. More importantly, we got to six wins overall. That's all that matters. Right now, that is all that fucking matters, man. It's great, dude. It's great. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously the big game. By the way, shout out, shout out to the uh, Oregon fan on Twitter who wanted to argue with me about when I said Utah was clearly, clearly better than Oregon. That's a hell of a segue, Jeff. Mm-hmm. So Oregon goes on down to Tempe, which we all know to be a place of horror. Yes. For over the years. For like everyone. Apparently. Everyone. And just it's where blows it. Go to die. Just blows it. Just blows it. Oregon with a pretty clear, like, solid shot at the playoff if they can win out. Yeah. Just blows it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm it's, seeing a lot of, like, Justin Herbert. It's every game it builds. Like, Justin Herbert is fraudulent. He's actually like, not that good. No, actually that good. Yeah, you know who the good quarterback in that game was? Jaden Daniels, man. That dude is terrifying. 22 of 32 for 408 and three scores. Yeah. He's he's uh, he also had uh, I guess only ten yards on the ground, but yeah, probably but, some sacks mixed in there. But yeah, oh, Brandon Ayuk is also terrifying. You, you, UW and WSU kind of exposed the Oregon defense, and then it's kind of things have been tougher. Like, and Arizona State had the the athletes to be able to do that yep. as well. Yep, Ayuk is. Uh, I mean, as we saw, right. Is, uh, is is kind of a cheat code. He's horrifying. Really fast and strong. He had an eighty-one yard touchdown. Yeah, he's an NFL guy. For yeah, sure. he's. I think so. So yeah, it's, um, you know, it's it was surprising. So after after Arizona State beat us, I, I said to some you know mouthy ASU fan, "Have fun winning two of your next six games." Um, they went on to lose like their next four, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, perfect! Like this is gonna be even better than I thought." Well, then they, well, then they beat Oregon, so, so they'll probably end up winning they'll two. Probably get them winning two out of the last they, six they, games. They so. just have Arizona left. I do submit though that this is actually bad for the Pac-12. Oh, like, it absolutely is. Like if we're, you know, if we're thinking what's best for the conference. Um, the very best thing for the conference would have been having an Oregon team ranked, you know, in the top eight and a Utah team ranked in the top oh, eight. Yeah. I and was having fresh, one of yeah. them win that game. 
When I heard, so. when someone told me, I, I was frustrated. Like, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, come on, we need a, we need like it's the conference of cannibalism, as I always say. Yeah, it is. It really is. But you, yeah, Utah has to just get by Colorado. Yep. And which should uh, be fairly easy. I think they got them at home. Yeah. So uh, I think they'll be okay, but man, is Oregon is Oregon even going to beat Oregon State? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I'm Oregon not State's sure either. Oregon State's going to be fired up for that game. It is in Odson though, so yeah, that changes but things. But um, they get to play their rivalry game on Saturday. So of course What's we that like Craig. We, we tra- I don't I even th- know what that is anymore. I think we trade the Friday Apple Cup for not having to play Thursday games ever or something. I think I don't know. Oh, that's man. what that's what I've been told. Um, which it's also stupid. Yeah, but it's yeah, okay. So. It does get me out of shopping in the morning, which is I'm actually okay with. So, or at well, least I'll, I can get done pretty quickly if if I have to go. Oh, so. I don't I don't do any of that nonsense. Yeah, well, you know, you know the internet exists, right? I, yeah, I do. I do. But, oh, also Cal taking down Stanford. Stanford yeah. officially eliminated from ball game. God, how cool Four is that? Four and seven Stanford. Oh, my gosh. And, they, and with and Notre Dame their, on tap. Yeah, and they still, get their, they still have to get their face kicked in by Notre Stanford's Dame. Stanford's going to go four and eight. It, it feels like the old days, man. It's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, – so in, in, a, in theory, what would it take for David Shaw to end up on the hot seat? Oh, I, like I, what? Like, like, obviously it's not going to happen after this year, but I would what, think would, it would be, what would it take? Another, I would think it would be multiple seasons of this at least. Like does Stanford care? Like, like if they go no. three years without a bowl, does Stanford care enough to fire him? No. Like, like I tend to, I, I tend to agree with you that they, that they maybe don't even care that much to eat whatever money they would have to eat to make him go away. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. He, you know, <laughs> he's, he, yeah. Like they won in a very particular sort of way under Harbaugh and then under him for a little while. And then they've really moved away from that. And I, right. I, you know, they're throwing I, the ball now. Yeah. If, you know, what's funny is it's, it's also hard to kind of know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, why it's not working. Um, because there aren't that many outlets that cover Stanford um, yeah. closely, right? Like, like there aren't a bunch of fan blogs where it you can It took us look. a really long time at SB Nation to get a, oh, yeah. a Stanford and, and, blog. And even still, they don't, they don't do shit. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's really tough to say, okay, so fans who watch them closely, you know, what is it that, that's like what's going on, right? Because I look and I go, okay, they're still signing, you know, four- and five-star offensive linemen, they are, you know, still signing these running backs who, um, you know, in theory are really, really, you know, talented. I mean, it's just sort of, um, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense that their offense is so bad. And I know that, um, you know, one of the interesting things about them is that Shaw has morphed from, you know, basically running the ball like 70 or 65 percent of the time to running it, you know, less than 50 percent of the time or 50 ish percent. Right. Right. And so, you know, that's a that's a pretty major philosophical shift that you don't see from a lot of coaches. And so sometimes coaches do that and you go, okay, well, they're evolving. Right. And then other times, you know, you see uh, you see that happen and you go, okay, well, are they are they desperate? Right. And with Shaw, it it seems maybe like this is 
a little bit of desperation, right? Where, um, you know, they, they were really committed to this certain philosophy. And then, um, you know, as time has gone on and maybe they haven't been as successful with that philosophy, he's just sort of maybe tried to figure out something that works, right? You know, like, like you know, we, we sort of joked a little bit about, uh, you know, post-game against us last year where he, he was, you know, basically in tears, right? Right. Um, being like, man, I, I spent a whole year trying to figure out how to beat these guys and we still didn't do it. Um, you know, and they did it by throwing the ball, you know, 65% of the time or whatever it was in that game and <clears throat> still couldn't win the game. I don't know. Um, I, you know, I just kind of wonder how much of this is him getting away from his philosophy, even though he sort of manages the game the way we're all very used to, right. With the field goals and the punts and everything right. else. But, um, you know, clearly different in terms of how he's approaching the game offensively. I think honestly, their biggest issue is their defense has just really not been very good for a few years. Right. And I think that is what allowed him to, to coach the way he coached. Um, you know, we joke about Pete Carroll, right? I mean, it's the same kind of deal. It's like, you know, you, they coach the way they coach because they have good defenses. If you take away the good defense, um, you know, are they able to change and adapt? And I think Pete Carroll's done a pretty good job of that. You know, we're both Seahawks fans. <clears throat> done a pretty good job of that this year. Um, I don't know that David Shaw has totally adjusted to that. Um, and until their defense gets back where it was, I'm not sure that he'll be able to do – um, cause I, I don't think he's as, you know, as great of an offensive mastermind as people, uh, wanted to give him credit for, for so long. So. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, <coughs> definitely, definitely, uh, a, a wild week for the conference, a disappointing, uh, week in general, like uh, in terms of conference national relevance, um, it just doesn't feel like. Uh, if Utah now it felt like there was a, a decent chance that if both teams were 11 and one going into the Pac-12 title game, yeah, that if either one won, they could jump whatever SEC team is in right. front of them, Alabama right. or whatever. Because if you're if you got two top you know seven teams or whatever playing each other, you know you beat a top seven team. You know I mean that's the kind of win you need. You know it's the kind of win that <clears throat> pack that SEC teams get all the time. Well now. You know, if Utah wins that game, great, but they're going to be winning over a presumably, you know, top 15-ish team. So not quite as impressive. Not not quite as impressive. Um, yeah, it seemed like it seems pretty likely that Utah will finish 12-1, and one, but yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, God damn it, Oregon. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. I'm pretty glad. I'm pretty glad that Cal beat Stanford, just because like it's kind of cool that Cal went to a bowl game. Yeah, um, yeah. Their fan base is. Like, I mean, we joke about the Cal bullshit and whatever, but um, I've had lots and lots of really great interactions with their fans. So I'm happy for their fans because I think that's great. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and cool. then paying for Stanford is always good. And I was a little disappointed UCLA got slapped around so bad by USC. That was another team I kind of wanted to see um, succeed because I thought that would be cool. I know their fan base is insufferable, but. Um, you know, they, they really have kind of become a pretty cool team and, uh, you know, pretty fun to watch and it would have been, would have been neat to see them get to a bowl game, but alas, alas. USC is done. Like they're, yeah, that's pretty wild. Right. And by the way, for all this talk of Clay Helton's getting fired and shit, they're eight and four and seven and two. Like, 
they're not. <laughs> I mean, I know it's USC. Everybody's like, well, it's USC. I mean, if, if, our standards if, are, you know, our, if our, Col- our standards if, are higher. If but. Colorado upsets Utah somehow, like USC will be in the Pac-12 title game. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that would be very Pac-12. That, like, that would, would be, be, wouldn't it? The most Pac-12. You'd have USC. You'd have a you know a twenty-ish. Uh, USC playing a 15-ish Oregon while a, you know, a 10-ish or, or 12-ish uh, Utah is sitting around watching. That'd be perfect. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Utah's going to spank Colorado. Yeah. I mean, I know that anything can happen on any day. Utah's been pretty much Utah's defense everyone. is insane. Utah's They'd, defense is unreal. Utah's not been like – They've got an uh, SEC they, level they, they, defense. Yeah, they, they were challenged by UW, but after that they've just been – yeah. And that was at UW, and UW was, you know, after losing to Oregon, was I think, you know, UW was was sort of like this is our season, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, they had to beat Utah to have a chance. So I mean, they they came to play, and and Utah, and the final score of that game even was closer than made it look closer than it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, UW scored a touchdown late. Um, you know, that game was a couple touchdown game in the second half, and. You know, Utah didn't have that much uh, that much trouble with them. So Utah is really, really good. Utah is the best team, I think, this conference has produced in a, in, a few, in a number of years. I mean, maybe since you know UW when they had John Ross and went to yeah. the yeah went to the CFP, and then maybe you know. Thank God that Jake that Browning is no longer so. the record holder for that. Fuck yeah, for that season. Oh. It's so funny. So I was I was talking to um, to to Amanda's brother, and I'm like, yeah, and he, I I said, yeah, like. Anthony Gord Brogan and it was Jake Browning's and and uh who else was I can't remember the Jared other. Goff. Jared Goff. And I was yeah. like it was Jake Browning's right. He's like he's like, wait, Jake Browning threw that many touchdown passes? I'm like, yeah, when he was a sophomore. Because he threw like twenty of them to John, John Ross. Ross. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, it's wild. That guy did not need to be on the top of any Pac-12 passing record no. book. so I'm so old enough to job. remember when Jake Browning was the Pac-12 offensive player of the year when he wasn't even the best player on his own team. Yeah, that was absurd. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah. Dumb. But Anthony Gordon, 45 touchdown yeah. passes with two games to play. Hell, yeah. For almost 5,000 yards, 80 yards short of 5,000. Yep. Yep. He's So, I just – I wrote about this right before we got on the air. He's going to be – He's got a really good – so he's, he's going to be 5,000 yards, which there aren't that many guys that have done that. Um, he's almost certain to get 50 touchdowns. Um, he's only got to get five more over the last two games, and, and you think that's pretty – I mean, you tend to think that's pretty much a no-brainer. Um, yeah, for a guy who's would, averaging four a game. Yep, which would make him the fifth player in NCAA history to have 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Like, that's – absolutely bonkers um what an incredible year and you know i know there are some people that don't you know that that downplay what he's done because of the interceptions or whatever and they do suck i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna try and argue that the interceptions don't suck because they do suck um but you know the bottom line is that this offense is really really good and people can say whatever they want but they put up a ton of points and you know the turnovers are are obviously not great but um, you know, when you're, when your offense is averaging, you know, 40 points a game or whatever it's averaging, um, you know, who cares? I, I mean, who cares if you turn the ball over a couple yeah. times if, a game? If the, if the defense was average, a- average, <laughs> even like slightly below average, like, yeah, like that's, uh, that's Gordon, totally true. Gordon would be slightly getting below like average. the Minshew level love yeah. and, the, and the Heisman hype and all of that, you know, I mean, they'd be, I mean, they'd be what? 
you know, eight and three at this point at, at worst, right? If the, if the defense was, yeah, you know, passable. Yeah, you very, know? you know, very possibly, you know, uh, very possibly like nine like, and two or ten and one. Ten and one, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, whatever. Good for good for Gordo. Uh, you know, I know that. Uh, um, you know, it's it sometimes is hard to contextualize all these numbers because guys do a lot of you know obviously throw for a lot of yards, but um, you know he's got an outside shot. It, it'd be very difficult, but he's got an outside shot at setting the NCAA record for passing yards. Yeah, I was looking at that. Um, if he continues on this pace over the last two games, his average of you know four hundred and whatever yards a game. Um, he'd be within 20 yards of BJ Simmons, who's the, who is Leach's quarterback at tech and is the record holder at, you know, 58, 33 or something like that. Yeah. So also bananas. I, I was obviously looking up these records like you were freaking the touchdown record is out of, out of reach. Like it's yeah. f- Cole Brennan at 58. Yeah. Touchdowns. Not going to get that one. Wild. <laughs> not going to get that one. Well, and the crazy thing is 58 touchdowns without being the, the yardage leader. Yeah. Which is sort of nuts, but I'll tell you what's, what else is crazy. We've also had two other quarterbacks throw for a touchdown this year. Yeah. We have the WCS 47. Gordo had however many games he didn't even fit, right? Three games he didn't finish or two games he didn't finish. Yeah. WSU has 47 touchdown passes this year. Yeah. And 20. If he had stayed in those games, 11 touchdowns. You know, who knows where he'd be right now? He'd definitely be within shouting distance of. Simmons uh record and like these last two games that he just had a, these probably. last two games like he just said at home like he threw for 500 he threw for 600 he threw for five touchdowns he threw for six touchdowns like <laughs> that's insane and we're just kind of used to like because fans were like grumbling like there was people grumbling about him after the game I'm like well and people are like you know wins are all that matter which is which is true but we can also appreciate you know what he's doing right yeah oh and while i have the i was just pulling up numbers but d- just read it dion mcintosh man yeah how about that two like multiple huge plays yeah that one where he turned the corner and burned the guy was like whoa like oh. that was <clears throat> i mean i figured he was fast he hadn't really opened it up too much other than the one you know, touchdown run against Northern Colorado, I think is who it is against. But yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, to see him kind of outrun that guy to the corner and then just streak up the sideline was, that was, I can see, uh, you know, I can see why uh, he was thought of as maybe, you know, being such a strong receiving yeah. threat. He actually had pretty, pretty awesome. I think he was close to, or might've had more yards than Borgie between those two plays or but it would have been close to him. I can look, hold on. Uh, he had, he had 93 yards through the air and, or sorry, yes, 93 yards through the air and zero rushing yards. Oh, that was a pat. That's right. That was a pat. But Borgie, Borgie only had 84 yards. So yeah, Yeah. he had more yards. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Renard Bell actually led the team in receiving. Did you know that? I did. I did. I remember that was pretty awesome. That was super awesome. He definitely deserved that backflip. He he slid over into uh, Arcanado's position when when he went down. You could see that happen immediately. Yep. Um, and then also we were talking about this like uh, Travell Harris. Yeah, he must have gotten play. hurt. Yeah, he must have gotten hurt. Hopefully that's nothing that I will keep him out for. Friday. I haven't seen anything on 
a potential injury. Like I didn't see anything post game, but um, that's, yeah, that's, I really would like to have him this weekend. He's the kind of guy who can really maybe do some damage against Washington because he's um, well, first of all, special teams, right? Like, you know, it'd be nice to get a, get a big special teams play, but then also, um, you know, he's, he's physical, right? He's a physical runner. He's, he's a physical pass catcher. Um, those are the kinds of players that, uh, you know, I think sometimes that's why we struggle maybe a little bit with Washington is their, their defense is very physical. They make it hard to get off the line. And Travell Harris seems like the kind of guy who, uh, may be strong enough to, to, to make a difference there. So anyway, we'll talk more about that later, I guess. Uh, we should talk some basketball for like a minute at least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a great week for basketball. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of sad. A, yeah. That was a, we, I mean, we talked about the game a little bit or did we on the preview? I can't remember. Um, yeah, it was, um, disappointing, uh, performance against Omaha for sure. Uh, um, makes you feel not quite as good about going into this tournament against, um, Nebraska and then potentially yeah. a couple other teams. No, none of the teams are really good, but uh, they're all probably better than us. So, um, but yeah, we got we got the Bill Moose Bowl coming up. Uh, the the day like it's tomorrow. It's it's the day you'll be listening to this or eat. Um, that's probably going to be a close game. Uh, but yeah, the offense has got to figure some stuff out. Like they got to yeah. figure some stuff out offensively and the deep. But you and I both like. Uh, the defense was the really disappointing thing against Omaha. Yep. yep. They gave up runs of 10-0 and 14-2 in the second half. Um, they went from – we talked about win probability earlier. Uh, they had about an 85% win probability with, I don't know, about seven minutes to go. Um, and then it dipped all the way to like 40% about two minutes later. <laughs> right. So um, <clears throat> the defense really fell apart. In the second half, I, I think so. The big thing is that they uh, they are really reliant on turnovers. Um, the defense is right now yep. really reliant on turnovers. And, and, and as we talked about the offense to a point as well, yep. on yep. steals, they're reliant on steals to start so fast breaks. Yeah. When they're not getting the turnovers so far this year, it's only four games. So, you know, it's tough to draw big sweeping conclusions, but it sure looks like the, the two losses – um, were against two teams that did a good job taking care of the ball, particularly in the second half. Like they, um, I think both Santa Clara and Omaha uh, gave up the ball a little bit in the first half and then shored that up in the second half. And, and as soon as we weren't getting those turnovers, um, found it much more difficult to get stops. Um, the one thing that Omaha did that nobody else had done was hit a bunch of threes, which was really you know hard. Um, I think they were 6 of 11 in the second half. Um, I don't know that any of them were, you know, particularly, you know, wide open, you know, Ernie Kent style, but at the same time, you know, they hit them. So, uh, you know, I, I think that one thing is they, they really missed uh, Shed, uh, Jalen Shed defensively. Um, he hasn't been a great offensive player for us yet, but um, defensively he's, he's really quick uh, and he's gotten a number of steals and um, seems like a fairly important piece there. So, Hopefully, whatever you know, ankle injury he got, um, you know, gets gets sorted out soon. I hope, uh, you know, maybe he can play against Nebraska. I have no idea, but um, it looked pretty bad when he did it, so maybe right. he won't be playing yeah. for a while. But um, <clears throat> you know, Nebraska is going to be going to be a bit of a challenge. Hoiberg is, uh, um, you know, taking that team through through quite a transition. Uh, they're not playing all that great, so. 
hopefully we win that one. I don't know if you want to watch it. You got to watch it on something called uh, what flow game get flow flow game game flow. I don't even remember, but some like streaming service you've never heard of that you got to pay like 15 bucks to, to subscribe to for a few days. So, yeah, cause they're at a, they're at a tournament in the Cayman islands. So if you want to watch it, that's what you're going to have to do. So, yay. But yeah, so, uh, it'll be a pretty, um, it'll be interesting to see how they do. Obviously they're getting three games regardless. Uh, yeah, hopefully they can beat Nebraska. That, yeah, that'll be fun. But, but uh, it is it is kind of funny because it's it's a bit of a reminder. This, this game at Soma was a bit of a reminder that they're still not great. <laughs> you know, um, you know that first game against Seattle, I think, got people pretty excited, and I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad it got people excited, but also was uh, perhaps maybe elevated expectations a little too high for people right. uh, who weren't maybe, you know, paying all that close of attention to the basketball team. You know, if you're just a very, very casual fan, you probably saw that and went, Oh my God, here we go. Um, I mean, I saw it and was, we were both excited. Um, but we also, neither one of us were very surprised by what happened against, you know, Santa Clara or Nebraska. So, you know, yep. it's, it's going to be a season of growing and, you know, uh, you just kind of, you know, figuring some things out and, uh, the rotation's going to kind of get shorter as you go. Um, hopefully maybe they figure out a way to win a couple games at this tournament and, uh, you know, continue to grow. I'm, I'm interested to see if Mark Ovetsky plays anymore. You know, that's, he kind of showed me some stuff that made me kind of think, all right, you know, he could give him 20, uh, interesting minutes, particularly defensively as a rim protector. So, uh, lots of things I'm interested in seeing from them down there. Uh, hopefully, like I said, hopefully Shed's able to play. I think I think he makes a pretty big difference, uh, particularly defensively right now. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's uh, hopefully if uh, if you want to see them, you could you could see them. Just uh, if you just go to the Cayman Islands, uh, if you just search the Cayman Islands tournament website, that they have like the link to the to the to the way to watch it. But yeah, if if you don't want to pay fifteen bucks to watch the Coops, uh, that's understand. also understandable. Uh, but it's lucky though they play tomorrow on a Monday and they are they at least play at 4 p.m. It's the latest game of the day, so they play at 4 p.m. our time, 7 p.m. there. Yeah, so, so a lot of at people least it's not like a day, it's not like a daytime show, daytime game. But yeah, so um, but man, yeah, what a, what a weekend uh, for uh, the Cougs, uh, soccer, football, um, just one of the most incredible games. Uh, you can, you could ever see live just a, yep. an insane college football game. And I'm really happy that uh, we came out on top because that's made the last, well, that was actually truthfully the best. Amanda's birthday is actually today. It was like the best present the kooks could give her is me not being super grouchy yep. um, after the game. And it's always the best gift that we can give our significant others. Yes. Is, is the kooks winning. Yeah, she was uh she was like um on the the last defensive stand. Like she was rubbing my back and I was just like like she's just like trying to trying to uh be there for me, but I'm just like uh, I can't handle, I can't handle. But right. yeah, but yeah, they did it. Um incredible comeback. Uh got the six wins, going bowling. Uh that's awesome, feels good. Uh, feels good to know that uh, all these guys will get that extra game, and and it's awesome. Yep, it's it's awesome for everyone, and you know as we've been saying all along, uh, 
you know, if, if our down season is a bowl game, uh, that is, that's a hell of a statement of what Mike Leach has done. I know some of our fans have a, you know, suddenly an expectation of, you know, eight wins every year. And by the way, eight wins is still on the table. Um, you know, I, I know that some people feel like that's the expectation, but, uh, the fact that we're going to a bowl game, even in a down year, um, the fact that we started the year ranked in the top 25, I know we won't, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe we could sneak in if we win the last two games, uh, yeah. convincingly, but, but probably not, um, still really, really cool, you know, to, to get to this, this, this is a different level for the program. Uh, and it's, uh, it's very fun. You know, again, this season was, was sort of very stupid at various parts, but, um, you know, it's a hell of a lot better than what, you know, UCLA is, maybe that's not the best example, but, you know, Arizona or whatever. I mean, these, these programs that we consider sort of peer programs, um, hell of a lot better than what they're going through. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we'll get to play in some bowl game. I'm, you know, it's great for the players, um, for the fans that are able to go, you know, those things are, are, are cool. You know, they're really, really cool. Even if it's a minor bowl game, even if it's El Paso or even if it's Las Vegas, um, you know, those things are, um, they're good for programs. And so, you know, I'm going to be excited about it. You know, whenever that bowl game comes on, I'll probably, you know, have a party and we'll watch the game. So it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. And I do not take it for granted, man. This is a, it's a really cool time to be a Wazoo fan. And, you know, when basketball yeah. catches up in a couple of years, um, you know, I'm just going to continue to enjoy it. Yeah. I let out a lot of emotion uh, when they, uh, when they won that game and it was, yeah. you know, it's like it maybe on the outside, someone be like, what you, 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 you're six and five, who cares? But it's just like, it's been a tough year to follow the team. No, it and, does matter though. Like, and it's it, really cool. It, it's really cool. Like it, like I, I, we've, we've seen, uh, a lot of WSU teams not go to ball games and, um, we've seen WSU be in an era when basically all you have to do is win six games to go to a ball and they still couldn't do it many times, yeah. but, um, now it's, you know, it's great. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, just all the, all the losses, the tough losses they've had this year to be able to to kind of do that to someone else is nice, you know, let, yeah. let someone else be sad and, yeah. and let us be the deliriously happy ones. Yep. Um, cause that's certainly what I was, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, there's a picture I put on Twitter. If you, uh, go to my Twitter, uh, at, at the Craig powers, if you scroll down in my feed, uh, there's a picture I took right after of, uh, uh, my girlfriend and I, and, I am having some sort of a moment, so it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, dude, it was great, man. It's just, uh, it's it's just fun to have that. We'll never forget that game um, in a season that would have been otherwise like frustrating. And but now it's just like whatever. We're going to a bowl game. Like who cares? Like <laughs> like it just. Yep. It, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and uh, we're gonna yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, man, Uh, I'm excited. Um, if y'all, uh, I appreciate the in, in person, uh, kudos. If you, if you want to give us some virtual kudos, go ahead and rate us five stars and give us a subscribe. If you, if, if you want to subscribe, because I'm sure we'll get a few new listeners this week, um, because of a win, but, uh, yeah, go ahead and give us a subscribe and, and, uh, and rate us, uh, give us a good rating and, and we'd really appreciate that as well. Yeah, I agree.
do all those things. All right, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Me too. So I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate by, uh, after we get done here, uh, sitting down and mixing it down and uploading it and all that good stuff. <laughs> all right, man. Have fun. All right, dude. Well, go Cougs. Go Cougs.